Dog Safety Podcast with Vance and Bart. So we're talking about the great deregulator, Donald J. Trump, right? I thought he was an R regulator, or is he on a different team now? Because I know he was a D early days, but then he switched over to R to become president, right? Oh, right. Yeah. Good point. That's right. So D, R, whatever, D and R, you know, all the regulators. So when Donald Trump came into office, he... The first off, he was unduly elected due to Russia spending three hundred bucks on a Facebook ad once. You gotta admit though, three hundred bucks in those days was a lot. <laughs> it certainly was a lot more than it is today. That's true. And he started to make waves right away in a very interesting way that I that I actually approved of was he started to sign away all these regulations that had just been forced upon the American people through executive orders or whatever, but not any laws. These were just regulations. Uh, So they could just be signed away. And for every 20-something he signed away, he would add one. This is a very famous thing that he was doing at the time. It was very controversial, and I was like, why are you adding one? But I hate to say I told you so, but (laughs) he added one. He added a silicon um, regulation that if, if anybody's in the construction industry that's listening, they know what I'm talking about. And anything that is... Uh, man-made that is cut and turned into a dust would be classified under this law as a silicon. Typically, it's referring to concrete or rock dust, which is kind of odd considering rock is not necessarily man-made. And... Uh, so this is, this has to be filtered out of the air, like very similar to the problems that arose through, uh, the banning of say, uh, asbestos and things like that. Uh, very similar to that, except that silicon is in everything. The way it's defined, it's just, it's everywhere. And the way that they sold this was, uh, so people would use these big gas-powered chop saws and cut concrete on job sites, and the dust would fly off the job site and just fly all around whatever and go into anybody's property. And they'd have to breathe that shit in, and it was awful. But... The regulation was not about that, even though that's how it was sold. Because the only thing that needed to be done to solve 
that problem was respecting private property laws, like real, real respect for private property, because that would have solved that. If your dust is getting all up in somebody else's private property and causing financial damage, physical damage, health related damage, you're liable. It's your shit getting on this motherfucker. Now it's to be determined on how much it's your fault as it is to the wind, to the knowledge that humanity has upon what you're doing at the time. Obviously, all these things are factors, but the the idea of respecting private property is would have solved this. But what they did was they didn't do that. And why they didn't do that is not because they messed up or they got it wrong or the wording was wrong because the goal was never that. So all you construction workers, name your power tools. What battery-powered power tool do you have what kit do you have? Because you don't want to buy a bunch of different batteries. So you're using one of the name brands. Why are you using one of the name brands? The only one that makes the tools that you need for your construction job. Right? And these tools have what on them now? Anyone that's made to d- drill into concrete or or anything like that, or saw in the concrete. What do they have? I, they have HEPA filtering vacuum cleaners attached to them. Okay, so if you've been doing construction since the early 2000s, you know that Bosch, Makita, Hilti, DeWalt, they were innovative. They came to you with a new power tool that would change your life. You would be able to do twice as much work as you could last week if you bought this power tool. And they were nailing it. They were hitting us with shit like the the impact driver where what we had before couldn't, nothing like that. It, it, It changed our world. Just just really quickly to back up here. For those of us who are not in construction, we are the 99%. Mm-hmm. Is this regulation as impactful as the 20 he undid? Because I'm trying to go back and, and really understand like the weight of this. Because deregul- let's say he, he removes 20 regulations and adds one. You know, I think if all of those are equal, it's like a 20 steps forward and one step back. That's still sort of a net benefit. But I think the other piece that I am, and, and maybe this is because I'm, I'm nowhere near that industry, I tend to see folks in construction being very much a part of the like more conservative movement and less concerned with like green initiatives. And this 
very much sounds like a green, eco-friendly, eco-conscious type of regulation, which sounds pretty out of character for old DJT. So I'm, but it, I'm not it sure forces you not to, to buy. It, it forces you in back out of the Chinese equivalent market and back into the top American built, you know, American power tool company, which is where they get you because a lot of your old school construction workers, oh, I only buy rigid. They're the best. It's uh it's very much like the truck. I I, I drive a GMC or I drive a a Ford Chevy Whatever other brands have Calvin pissing on them, right? Yeah. Very much like that. But what happened was the Chinese market was doing somewhere near them. And the price difference was so much lower that even in construction, people were starting to buy the other guys. You know, and they would mask it. Oh, I got a set of DeWalt's at the house, but all my shit gets stolen on the job site, so I'm buying this Chinese shit, you know? It works pretty good. And then this regulation stopped all that, right? Now, whether he was a net drain on through regulation or a... a whatever I is yet to be seen. It's hard to compare because there's so many, there's been so many regulations over time with, you know, chemicals that have to be put in fuels and this and that. I, I don't know. I'm not in those industries. I don't know the effects that those had and they've been taken away. I know them being taken away is a good thing, but how damaging were they? I don't know. But I do know this one. And it's not really about did he take away enough regulations to commit a violent crime against these construction workers? Like, I'm not going to commit a violent crime against 10 people, but I'm going to... This person who was never part of this violent crime thing i'm going to do one there so that's that's another piece that's a bit unclear to me so this regulation is is it some sort of requirement like when you pull a permit for a job site you have to agree that you're using these kinds of tools i like i'm not sure where this comes in the process so it falls under the osha regulations so OSHA will come in and ask you for your VAX card first. And then they will say, oh, you're not wearing a hard hat. Or you're using a ladder that was approved 17 days ago, but those ladders aren't approved anymore. So your whole company was supposed to buy all new ladders 17 days ago. So now you're fined because that guy... I mean, I'm surprised they're still alive on a ladder that hasn't been approved for 17 days. And then 
uh, they'll look at all your drills and your your ground faults on your power cords. And if you don't have the HEPA filter, they'll find you. If you buy them a lawnmower, they'll find you less. That's what it's all about. It's it's about the extortion, not the so-called saving the planet or saving your lung. Whatever it is, it's about the extortion of it all. For one, in in an open air environment, a little last eighth inch drill bit drilling into concrete isn't producing the kind of dust that even if you're right in it, it's not something that's gonna. But it has to have it, right? Now, going back to your original premise of the private property rights. Mm-hmm. How are you actually supposed to police that, though? Same thing with the asbestos piece. Well, you like, don't. You 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 don't have to. The person who owns the, if you have pri- private property laws that actually protect private property, like the property is yours. There has to be no more loss. That's what I'm. That's what that silence was. Property is yours, right? But people are that, innovative. That inherently has a people that are innovative. Has a cost to it, though. People are innovative like, when it's yours. Your incentive structure is different than when you expect other people to subsidize the protection of your property. But you used the asbestos thing as, as an example, and I think it's a good one. So yeah. if I'm an individual who has been affected by someone using asbestos in something because it okay. wasn't regulated, and okay. I've been affected by that, for me to police that for myself has some cost, Right. Right, like, there's a, there there is an insurance, there is an agreement, there is some sort of contract that has been drawn up between people, people, places, and customers. In any free market situation, any time that there's not government in there telling bad companies they can get away with shit, people come up with a contract agreement or a whatever to stop this from stop bad things from happening. And typically if it's a, if it's a free market situation, the, 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 the person making whatever they're making, let's say that out of asbestos is not doing it under any malice. They are, this is the approved way. This is what people want right now that we don't know that it is going to hurt somebody so at that point it is a different situation than the later when people are hurt by it but when you talk about mesophilioma and shit like that the people who were hurt by asbestos weren't the people in their house who had insulation made of asbestos 
The people hurt by asbestos were the people in the factories. The factory owners are are protected by the regulations that they follow. I followed all the regulations that you put into place. I am not responsible for this customer, this person. Even though I knew breathing it in was bad, I followed all your regulations. But let's follow that all the way down. So with the factories, it's not that the only people affected by it were in the factories. It's that those were the most obvious and most apparent, right? And these mm-hmm. happen, those things happen quickly. I think those are the open and shut cases. The ones that I'm more concerned with is, let's say we don't have these regulations and people are, are left to use asbestos however they want. Well, instead of putting regulations where you can't use asbestos anymore, you go, okay, well, no one's going to work for me if they know that it's an asbestos factory. So I need to equip my factory workers with safeguards of some kind and they'll work for me now mm-hmm. but they would still ship that out and put that into the walls of my neighbor's house who i don't have a contract with i don't have a contract with my neighbor let alone a contract with the person supplying my neighbor with insulation for their wall mm-hmm. so there's no contract that's actually been breached but my right. health is degraded because of that. So, but it's not what? because people today live in houses with walls made of asbestos. Completely fine under all the regulations. I think you're, and it, their health is I not affected. It uh, asbestos is not poisonous unless massively in, inhaled into the lungs massively but we're we're talking about asbestos specifically here there are a lot of materials that in trace amounts can build up and create that so let's you know all these things lead paint whatever mm-hmm. there are some things that are more dangerous than others but let's just call it radioactive for just i like example, right? i like the idea of lead because lead is is one of these things that's starting to be treated like asbestos but isn't poisonous almost at all to an adult, but is extremely poisonous to a gro- a prepubescent person because small amounts of it can affect a prepubescent person. Large am- amounts of it will not do shit to an adult. This is a good example of something that is that can affect somebody's life. They can kill a child. All right. But yet we can consciously like, we know this now, right? So we're not putting it in paint because I mean, for one, our competitors would be like, Hey, we're not the child killing paint. And you know, now they're selling it for a dollar more a can. And they're fucking killing us because they don't kill children with their paint. Meanwhile, we're like, hey, just don't spray it on your, you know, on your kid's face and you'll be fine. But we can't sell shit. Free market figured that out. But you're also looking at these things with hindsight. 
It's so my you, neighbor. What, okay, so so foresight. Uh, you so you want so you want to talk about a company being responsible for something that was not known by anybody, right? No, no, no. I'm just okay. saying not known by maybe even the person. So that's why I, I, I'm happy to go like a full radioactive here. So there isn't the, yeah, you know, the, the easy copy, but lead paint is, if we say lead paint is very dangerous to children and not to adults, just, well, we didn't know just that for sake just of argument in the seventies, we right. didn't know it at all. Yeah. Right. So if, if I live next to a house that has lead paint on the outside and that house is negatively impacting my children and their health. I'm kind of going back to the, the same question is my children aren't old enough to have a contract with anybody really, but I don't have a contract with my neighbor, let alone with whoever supplied my neighbor with lead paint. And my neighbor didn't know that they were getting something that would negatively impact my children. And the company might have, might not have, but what is my recourse to the negative impact on my child? Well, let me go full free market. Let's say there isn't one, which I can think of a few, right? But let's say you're right. There is none. But people have been eaten by bears. Are we going to kill all bears? No, but if bears were sentient and could understand property rights, we should have some justice. But if a person or a company or multiple people involved didn't know any of these things, that they could affect a child. How 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 much responsibility do they have? Do they have? I, any? I see what you're saying, right? Like, so just real quick, just okay. real quick, because I, I understand what you're saying. This isn't a foresight question. I'm saying, if a company knowingly does this, like they know that this causes damage, they don't care to share that information. They sell it to my neighbor. They put it on the wall. My neighbor may or may not know that. I don't know. Maybe that impacts this. Maybe it doesn't. But they know better. This isn't about foresight. This isn't about them trying to like prevent every eventuality. Because I do understand your point there. Okay. This isn't about them like having to know everything that could ever happen with their business. Like that's not feasible either. But they knowingly put this into the market. Okay. Knowing that it could create harm and does so in a free market this would not be protected by any laws so if you were able to find this information out or whatever this would be very easily prosecuted financially civilly you know whatever but how but in today's market this is protected by the f DA and whatnot. So if you know that your product causes cancer or whatever, you can continue making it and you are protected. 
you cannot be financially attacked because because it's approved. It's been approved. Didn't fucking matter. But but I don't understand your situation in the free market scenario. So in the free market, if someone knowingly puts something out that is harmful to you, but I don't have any resources, how uh-huh. am I supposed to get justice for what harm has been done? So you're the myself? first person. You're the first person. There's not, it hadn't happened to anybody else. Nobody's been starting to investigate it. You're fucked. It's a real world scenario. You're fucked. You died. Okay? You're fucking dead. But in in a free market, your death is evidence to, to prevent future deaths. In what we have today, your death is shh. It was approved by the FDA. You can't do shit until thousands of people die. That's what I'm saying. Like, there is no real world scenario where everybody's safe from everything. The 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 free market is the best, most efficient way to stop it, is what I'm saying. But if there's not a clear path to what happened to my child, then a lot of other children could die as well because right. we're not making these connections. These aren't being reported to like a centralized agency. <laughs> like, But you don't believe that, do you? I mean, does anybody well, believe that the centralized agencies that we have today are in it for our behavior are for us or for the companies that donate and pay off all their, but all the people involved. Well, the point you made is that with those agencies, thousands have to die before something happens in the free market scenario. You paint, it's possible that hundreds of thousands could die because we're not paying attention to it. You're right. But you can look at a free market solution to problems that, that like that, similar to that. Let's say in the field of technology. Uh, in the field of technology, the, the regulators were not filling a market value that people wanted. Can you believe that? <laughs> and a, a company came out with a, a, a UR, I believe it's called, label. And it's anything electronic. And it's a private company. And not only is it a private company, but peop, but other pro- products that want this label on them pay this company to test the shit out of their product and see if they're going to pass because people want this in electronics and physical electronics. This label really means something not only because the customers respect it because they don't fuck up their name by just putting it on whatever and product designers and makers want it because people trust it. 
this could happen all over the place. But it doesn't. Why? Because there's government agencies masking themselves as a similar uh, agency or whatever for other products like food and drug and what have you and what not. There's, There's so many unthought of business ideas that could be out there to protect people because we have to remember that without that fake safety that people have with government, that there would be a bigger market for this, for the safety of your children, for the, there would be a lot more contracts written. There would, people wouldn't be just like, oh, the the new something came out, the new flu shot came out, so let me go get my kid injected with that because this brand new flu shot came out and it's approved. It would have to be approved by somebody who really cares about their name. And then you would go get your kids a flu shot and then say that your kids had an adverse reaction like just turned into little Tasmanian devils. Didn't kill them. Didn't even make them sick. But they went fucking bonkers for at least 12 hours after the flu shot. You saying something about that to the equivalent UR label maybe probably doesn't do anything. But if 9, 10, 11 people reported that, the UR label of that is going to start taking it seriously. So let's let's take that that label back and run it back through the grand deregulator and his proposal for this HEPA filter vacuum thing that yeah, it's just I still basically can't quite every, wrap my head around. It's only like every tool now. You have you have to have some some sort of HEPA vacuum attached to pretty much everything you do, which makes it twice so, as expensive. So if you are, or some free market agency, we'll call them, lists this as something that is unsafe and will get on other people's property or something. Okay, yeah, all right. Well, that makes that makes sense if it gets on other people's property. But what I'm talking about is that's the way they marketed it, right? But the way it is enforced is every fucking tool... That could possibly scratch some concrete has one of these things, and but that's what I'm we're is, not talking about. We're talking about a little, like in a room bigger than your fucking closet. You probably won't get one speck in your own nose. And I'm talking about thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars are spent on these HEPA filters for that. On one job site for a, and it's not poisonous. It is suspected under massive inhalement of causing problems. Suspected, not even proven. 
But still, if it's getting on your property in mass amounts, even causing you to have to wash your car excessively. If I got to wash my car every fucking day because it's covered in silicon dust, even if I don't have a headache or it, or I don't get sick from it, like you're fucking re- you're responsible under real private property laws. Well, I will just say you're you're talking about two different things here, Rob. So I think it's worth teasing out the two things you're talking about here. One being that should this regulation exist or not, the other being how extreme this regulation is taken. Because the point you're making right now is, oh, this regulation should only apply to these oh, no, no, big, no. huge. Well, then I'm and, and, I'm, and I, I'm, I'm misspeaking. Sure I'm misspeaking so, because I don't think any government regulation should exist. I, I get that. And, and, and that's why I think it's, it's important that you're clear because the stuff that you're talking about with, oh, this tiny little thing is not the problem the big ones are, I think that's irrelevant. Like, let's talk about the big ones. Let's talk about the big ones where it is a problem and it does get on people's property that forced the, re- the regulation. But so, they don't force the regulation. The only thing that forced the regulation was the, the major power tool companies going, holy shit, China's moving in on our market that's what forced the regulation but the like the nobody was nobody was bitching about tons of silicon dust getting into their house from the job site across the street it happened every once in a while and people would complain to the city or complain to the job sites and job sites would start spraying their shit down with water and and uh, you know agree to pressure wash somebody's house or something happened all the time i was always on job sites where they oh shit yeah sorry about that and we'll do better next time let me pay a company to pressure wash your house and what that shit happened all the fucking time that shit happens with everything on every job site when you fuck up and the neighbors say hey you fucked up you Make it right because the last thing you need is bad publicity on a job site when you're already dealing with all the other shit. It was already being taken care of on a private property scale. What they did was they used these extreme circumstances where, let's say, some shit contractor didn't make it right, you know? And they would use that as like their propaganda campaign it was one time once in you know bumfuck egypt they did this guy said fuck off and he just covered my car in dust well that's the reason we we did this regulation well did that person have any yeah they they sued him and won well what the fuck are we doing here 